This is Mom Nom, brought to you by Colorado Christian University and the Mops Podcast Network. Our mission is to create snackable content that invites women like you to participate in encouraging, validating, and inspiring other moms as we embrace the chaos together. This week's submission comes to us from Sarah Diaz in Winter Garden, Florida. Sarah says, being a mom can make it challenging to maintain friendships, but it's not impossible. Today, I want to share the inspiring story of the incredible friends I met through a group called Mops, as well as some ideas to help other moms cultivate and nurture their friendships. Allow me to introduce you to Michelle, Tori, Jenny, and myself, Sarah. Over the past three years, our bond has grown stronger than ever. We're not just casual acquaintances, we're inseparable. We prioritize spending quality time together and going on exciting adventures like date nights at Epcot since we live near Disney World. Excuse me. Our husbands have even formed their camaraderie, engaging in epic Dungeons and Dragons sessions at each other's homes. We've also taken up crocheting together and embarked on unforgettable family trips to Great Wolf Lodge. But let me tell you, none of this happened by chance. We treasure our friendship and actively invest in it. We've created a shared Google Calendar, which helps us find common availabilities for Hangouts. We constantly extend invitations to one another, ensuring we always have plans in the pipeline. Our homes have become gathering spots where our children can play while we catch up. The Marco Polo app has become our go-to for celebrating victories and supporting each other through tough times. And of course, a lively group text keeps us updated on the latest plans and happenings. Friendship takes effort, but the rewards are immeasurable. So to all the moms out there, let's embark on this journey together and build strong, lasting connections that enrich our lives. Remember, you're not alone in this. Seek out groups like MOPS or other local mom communities to meet like-minded individuals craving friendship and support. Be open to new experiences and be willing to put yourself out there. When you find potential friends, be intentional about nurturing those relationships. Utilize tools like shared calendars or scheduling apps to find availability. Extend invitations and make plans regularly. Create a welcoming environment in your home where kids can play and you can connect. Embrace technology like video messaging apps to stay connected even when physically apart. And never underestimate the power of a group chat or text thread to keep everyone in the loop. Friendship is a two-way street, so remember to reciprocate the effort. Show up for your friends, celebrate their successes, and be there for them during challenging times. Take the initiative to organize outings or activities that everyone can enjoy. And most importantly, be authentic and vulnerable. Share your joys, fears, and struggles with each other, and you'll find that the bond grows even stronger. Oh my gosh, I love that so much for so many reasons. It hits on so many tools and so many things that I feel a little overwhelmed about even what to start with. But I think from what this reinforces is just one, we know that community is important for us. All of us, we were built for community and we cannot do this alone, particularly the whole motherhood gig Mm -hmm. and that it takes work to make sure that you're intentionally finding a community that you're plugging into and that, That isn't something that you just wait for to come naturally. You have to consistently prioritize that that is something that will serve you well. And even for me, there are times that I'm like, 
I don't have the energy to get together with people today. I would rather just (laughs) sit on the couch. And the best thing for our souls is that we connect. Yeah, I would say I am an, what is it, introverted extrovert in a lot of ways because I love my time alone and at home, but I am hugely energized by being around people. And the crux of this is what you just said. I'm so tempted to sit at home, but when I do take the effort and get together with friends or invest in community, I'm so glad that I did it. And it's one of those things where you don't always realize how fruitful it's going to be until you're actually in it. And so it can take a lot of courage to really just put yourself out there and try to make connections, especially as adult moms, because it's not like high school where everybody's looking for a click to fit into. It's everybody's got their own lives. Everybody's got their own things going on. And it's hard to figure out how you fit into that or how other people can fit into what you have going on. But I think that's the beauty of community and adult community is there is that flexibility. And if you make the effort to make it work, it's possible. I think I cannot, well, I relate so much to your story of like you're on the line between an introverted extrovert or somewhere along there. For a long time, I was convinced I was an introvert of which people have finally won me over and convinced me that is not true uh, at all. I'm an extrovert. Um, I just have a passion for getting things done. And sometimes things get at odds with like accomplishing whatever task it is that I want to accomplish and uh, being extroverted. But I think I'm sitting in a season of feeling really weary, like just really tired all the time. And in those times that you're tired, prioritizing seeing people becomes this giant wall that feels impossible. And getting yourself motivated to that feels like the last thing in the world. However, in my experience, every time you take that step to get together with people, and again, it could be my being extroverted, but I'm returned with so much energy that like it it blows me away every time. It, it Apparently, I don't remember it for the next time, but I'm like, oh, I have an opportunity to get together with people. I don't remember how much value it is. Absolutely. And I think for me, a lot of times, I, I it's not only daunting, daunting is not the right word, but it, it feels like it could be exhausting just to get together with somebody. But then you think, but then I have to be vulnerable and I have to share about my day and I just don't have anything to share. But then I remind myself, like, it's not about me. Hmm. It is, well, it is in, in some ways, but it's maybe, how do I know that my friend doesn't just need a listening ear today? Yeah. And just because you get together with somebody, it doesn't mean that you have to have a grandiose story to share or you have to get into deep conversation. And, you know, I have, I'm so blessed to have friends that I can get together with. And if we don't have anything to talk about, it's totally fine. And yeah, it might be awkward the first couple times you hang out and you're just like, so how's your day? Pretty normal, huh? I mean, but as you as you build these relationships, it becomes more authentic and it becomes more natural to have 
those conversations and it takes less energy to uh, pour into those relationships. But at the end of the day, it takes effort and you have to exert that effort to get the reward for it. Um, right. And I think the, it's interesting. Like, I don't think we serve ourselves well by listening to kind of what, I don't even know what it is that's telling us like, no, it's not worth going, but whatever that inner monologue is, that's like, no, you don't have the energy. It'd be better to stay home. You're going to be so exhausted. You're going to be tired. Whatever that narrative is. It's the devil. That's what that is. That is, that is, but it's not what's best for us. And it can be so powerful and so strong, but learning to like not listen to that interior voice is critical. I also think, for for me as a type A person that likes to get things done, I find it also important and and she talks about this, but to schedule it. And I think that's one of the values even for maps is that it's a consistent, like often twice a month thing that's on your schedule. And so even like sometimes I feel like that breaks your own resistance to be like, no, I have to go. Like it's just three hours on a Tuesday, like I have to go, but having it on a calendar feels different than having to say no in the moment. Absolutely. And it doesn't always have to be a grandiose trip or a coffee date. It can be, hey, do you want to come over and hang out while I make dinner and I'll feed you as a bonus? I mean, you know, you can invite people into your life, into what you're currently already doing. We're all busy. Right. That's some of my favorite. Like, hey, come on errands with me or come over and let's go to Costco together. I've done that. It's quite fun. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Mom Nom. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you have a success, fail, challenge, or mom hack you'd like to share with us, visit momnom.org. This podcast is made in partnership with Mops International and Colorado Christian University. Moms thrive when connected to a Mops group. Moms succeed when pursuing their passion with up to 30% savings toward an online degree with CCU. Learn more at momnom.org.